1: Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com.
0: Welcome back to episode number eight of Musical Theatre Mixtape.
1: We have a wonderful guest this week. This week is Kerry Ellis.
0: You may know her from Wicked We will rock you Wonderland Oliver. she's done it all.
1: She's done so much, and this is going to be the last episode of season one of this podcast. so what a way to end it after after this episode we'll take we'll take a couple of weeks off and then we will be back with a bang for season two so let's get underway with Kerry Ellis' Musical Theatre Mixtape.
0: Welcome Kerry Ellis.
2: Hello, how are you?
0: Very good, this is exciting for us all.
2: Well it's nice isn't it, it's just it's a bit of a change for lockdown isn't it, for us to chat to do something nice, <laughs>
0: <laughs> something not too pressured.
2: Yeah, yeah, easy going. Well, it's, you know what? It's certainly kept me going. I mean, doing doing the you know keep calm and carry on my podcast over this lockdown has just has been a godsend. It really has. Just to have something to to focus on and just to not. You know, just to to feel like we have control over something, you know, because it's been yeah, bit, yeah, definitely. It's been a bit crazy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you can say that again. <laughs> anyway, I think we'll just get straight down into it. We'll have a chat as we go, but we'll start right. with the question So, if, the first question we're going to ask you is, how did you get into musical theatre?
2: So, I grew up um just locally. I went to a local dance school. Um, You know, doing kind of ballet, tap, and modern, and I did that from like the age of about four. And then I think it was just a natural path for me. I knew I wanted to perform. I loved singing and dancing. I loved doing local shows and local pantomimes. And I was always in the school play, whatever it was. I was always annoying everyone and singing and dancing in the assemblies. And and it was just, I just knew I loved it and I wanted to perform. And I didn't know quite how it would work out, but I knew that that was my passion and that was the path I was going to take. And then college followed and then musicals followed and the rest is out there.
1: (laughs) Yeah. The rest
0: Um, is history. So
1: (laughs) what was the first musical that you remember seeing, whether it was a professional production or, uh, amateur dramatics production or whatever?
2: Well, my parents used to take me to various pantomimes and local shows, um, but I, the, the first vivid one that, that's the most vivid memory is is Les Mis. I remember getting taken up to London. We lived in Suffolk in a tiny little sleepy village and not much went on there and, and my parents took me on the train up to London to see Le Mis for my 13th birthday and I remember such a big deal we went out and we shopped and we had lunch at um at Garfunkel's I even remember it you know having those (laughs) terrible chips and like you know and and it was such a big deal and then we went to see Les Mis and I remember just having the wind knocked out of me and just being like this is what I want to do this I need to be a part of this in some way and and that's probably the the most um the most sh- the show that had the most influence I think on me and it has ever since you know to then go on and actually be in the show years later and to be in the film and to you know sing those songs has has been incredible
0: of course you wanted this to be part of your life and it, it really was
2: <laughs> and it really was and you know I it, I was meant to it's funny I had a couple of um early uh auditions for Lameys, like once in college and then a couple of years later and I you know, got to various stages. I did a, a workshop with the show, and I never quite got there. I never quite got it. And I'm a big believer in when it's your time to do something, you know, everything aligns. And if I'd have done it when I was perhaps at college, I perhaps wouldn't have got to play Fontaine. And you know, so I think it, it will happen for a reason. And I played it at the right time, and I'm grateful.
0: Definitely, definitely. Everything happens for a reason. So
2: yeah, if you didn't so. get it the
0: first time round, then there was obviously a reason for it
2: yeah i love things like that though i love you know i love careers that sometimes you don't get a job but then something else comes along yeah and i think yeah. That our, our business is all about that you know you can't really predict or control how it's going to happen
0: you can't get too held up on one thing because maybe that one thing isn't right for you
2: absolutely and then maybe we'll have a virus and we'll all go into lockdown and no one will know what's <laughs> going on
0: <laughs>
1: imagine that imagine that <laughs>
0: Oh, we'll get on to the actual mixtape questions now and start making your your playlist, your mixtape. So question number one, what is your favourite overdue?
2: Um... I have about five.
0: <laughs>
1: talk us through them.
0: You can talk us I have about
2: them. five. Well, I mean, let me obviously go to that saying, because you can't not hear that. Dun, 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 and not have, you know, uh, goosebumps. I mean, that's just the yeah. best overture ever. And also, it's an overture I've never got sick of hearing. Um, I also fell in love with um, with the My Fair Lady opening overture because again it was my first big show so for me that was it was it was so magical to hear that and and just I, I was overtures are such um an emotional thing for me because it you, you hear the overture and it gets you your adrenaline going it kind of gets everybody excited and it's it is the start of it so I uh, any overture really gets me going um and also Miss Saigon again mm. is just a winner Um, and probably Wicked would be up there as well Um, all the shows that I've been in (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and lastly probably We Will Rock You again just because hearing the the opening of Innuendo I mean and hearing Freddie come in it's like bellowing over the Dominion has just always you know set something going in me so um, Mm. yeah probably those (laughs) sorry I didn't have one
1: (laughs) if you had to pick one
2: (laughs) if I had to pick one
1: could you even pick one
2: uh, well, no, but if, if I have to, um, oh, I don't know. Maybe let's go in. Let's go. We will rock you. Let's go we in. We will your rock endo. you.
1: Lovely. <laughs> we'll go with that.
2: If I was held that was down.
0: a part <laughs> of your life as well.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. And even now, when I hear that beginning, that rumble, you know, and uh, I hear in your end, it takes me back, you know, it really yeah. takes me back to that time.
1: So, question number two. Is yes. a song from a show that reminds you of your childhood?
2: Um well it would have to be um <laughs> I've got a good answer and then I've got a funny answer. So I've got my, <laughs> my funny answer, my well, my proper answer would probably be over the rainbow because I did um I did the Wizard of Oz when I was um about ten at the Woolsey Theatre. And I just loved it. You know, it was my first kind of professional environment. Um, And I was Mm. only a kid, but just to experience not doing a show that was at my school or not doing a show that was my dance school, you know, actually in a proper environment um, with other people, other artists I didn't know, you know. So probably, you know, anything in in The Wizard of Oz. But what really reminds me of that show is the... um, is the witch's music, you know, when she's on, On I I mean, (laughs) that's what reminds me and it takes me back. And the irony, obviously, then years later, I get to play the Wicked Witch, you know, years, years, years later, probably that. (laughs) So a combination of the two.
0: (laughs) Question number three, a song from your favorite musical, if you have one, this could be another. Again, tricky
2: one. I know I have so many. I have so many. Um, I, I mean, you know, no one but you is 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 hugely important to me, um, because it's it's shaped my career in a way. Um, I've sung it all over the world. I've sung it in different um, setups. You know, obviously in the musical with Brian, without Brian, with an orchestra, with a, with just a guitar. So that's that's a really important song for me. Um, but I guess something like, um, I love singing something like Memory because it doesn't matter again where you sing it in the world, everybody goes mental for it and it's such a powerful song. Um, so something maybe like that, so one of the two. <laughs>
1: Everyone knows it as well, whether they like musicals or not, everyone's going to know that song.
2: Everyone knows it, yeah. It you, So it's, it surprised me actually. Um, I, you know, for theatre fans, we all think that everybody knows Wicked, but something like Defying Gravity, again, when you've seen that, in, in, when I toured with Brian and I sang a few Wicked songs um, in, like, Eastern Europe, I sang I'm Not That Girl, actually, and... It was amazing how it's st- how people still connected with the song and how they still responded. Or gravity, you know, you can st- I sang it in Japan and I sang it in um, Shanghai and I sang it uh, where else have I? Like like all, all over the world and people still go nuts for it. And I'm like, oh my god, you know, I'm I'm out of somewhere where nobody knows me. Um, you know, it is this song. It is really powerful.
0: Mm. Exactly. You're not green.
2: I'm not green, I'm not <laughs> flying. There's, you know, they don't know the show. So gravity yeah. out of out of context is, is quite a. It's a really kind of storytelling song. So to take that out of context and make it land properly, um, excuse the pun, <laughs> I, I think is is tricky, you know. But it seems to work. People seem to go for it.
1: So question number four is going to okay. be a song from your favourite musical that you've done?
2: Oh, I've probably answered that, haven't I? Well, I always loved, um, I always loved doing um, uh, A Fine Life from Oliver, um, because it's, it's kind of the first time you meet Nancy, you know, it's the yeah. first time I would, I would enter the stage and then sing this song and you have a bunch of kids around you all really excited and all really, um, you know, full of life, full of character. And Drury Lane's has a special place in my heart. So to, to enter, you know, looking I would run along the top of a, of a of a piece of set and it was really high up. So I would run along and see like the whole, whole of Drury Lane and then to run down and sing that song. That was always a lot of fun.
1: Yeah. I saw it. I think I saw it when it was at Drury Lane. I saw it when Rowan Atkinson was. Fagin. Oh yeah, I did
2: it. I did it with him. Yeah. Oh really? Mm, yeah. Okay. Just for a little while, a little crossover.
1: How was that yeah. with him?
2: Amazing. And and we also had uh, Russ Abbott and griffreys jones who were brilliant yeah just brilliant
0: so a fine life from oliver The comedy parts are the best i
2: think so yeah i think so just to change it up a bit (laughs) (laughs) everyone Uh, expects me to say gravity (laughs) yeah
1: it's nice to be a bit different yeah
0: (laughs) question number five a song from the last musical you were in
2: finding wonderland was an epic track and you know frank wildhorn really knows how to write the tune and what's been nice over over lockdown is that he's got together all um the companies that have been part of wonderland um all over the world and they did one of the video you know the compilation videos and it's 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 got mental i think it was number one in germany this week and it's been really nice to do those kind of things um but it what was brilliant about Wonderland was that it introduced me to Frank. I'd not worked with Frank before and uh, we did the show and I loved singing the music. And after the show I went out to New York and we wrote some songs together and it's, it just formed a fantastic creative relationship. So I'm really grateful to the show and, and that song and that, you know, it's, it's, it's a powerhouse song. It, again, it, it, it works really well outside of the show as well. I think I performed it a couple of times in various setups, one at western Live, and again, it's not particularly. People don't all know it, but they yeah. they can respond to it, and it's really powerful yeah. and moving, and it really gets you going. So, probably that. Lovely. I actually have a fun story about Wonderland. Oh, do you? So, um, I lots of
0: people do.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I came to see it in Bromley with when you were in it. Oh, did you? And I was there. I you probably don't remember it. So many shows, but. I was there the night that we. you had to stop the show because someone in the audience wasn't very well.
2: Oh, was really not very well. Like, yeah, not was really, really, not very well. Yeah, it was and, really. Um,
0: I was sat in the row in front of them. I was quite near the front. And I just remember you suddenly like clocking that something was going on and looking out into the audience. <laughs> It's so. It was just such a bizarre situation to be in, and it was actually one of those moments where someone stands up and goes, is there a doctor in the I remember that.
2: It's the kind of classic line, isn't it? And it's almost almost like a carry on film that somebody kind of stands up and says that. But when it actually happens, the fear on everybody's face of of what is going on, you know, this is, this is mental. Yeah. yeah it was a bit, it was a bit of a crazy one that and obviously you don't know you, you're waiting to hear and it's you also have to show stop and then you don't know what's going on and yeah yeah of course. you know it's, it's quite it's quite tricky not the first time and i'm sure it won't be the last
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> question number six is a song from a musical that you want to be in
2: Ooh, that's a great that is a great question well I've never been in Evita and it's on my list I would love to do Evita I'd also love to do The Baker's Wife and sing um Meadowlark I mean that's a cracking song um so and later on in life I'd like to do Sunset Boulevard and Gypsy and those when I'm older (laughs) um but I think for now yeah I think for now maybe Meadowlark from The Baker's Wife might be a good one
0: I don't know much about The Baker's Wife
2: you know it's one of those it's one I've of those it
0: look, obviously. Show-
2: yeah it's one of those shows that you kind of uh, if you always know what you're right for you know you're kind of aware of shows that that you could play or the <clears throat> the roles that you could play and obviously it's not been on my radar for ages i knew I knew about it, but it's just a really interesting story, and the songs are beautiful and it's again it's kind of a bit of an unsung um gem you know it's not really it's not one of the massive musicals, so I, you know, no. I that'd be quite interesting to have a go. At.
0: Question number seven, then: a song from your least favourite musical.
2: A song, a song from my least favourite musical. Um,
1: We're getting into it here, down to the oh, nitty oh, Yeah. Oh no. Um, um. It doesn't
2: have
1: to be. It doesn't have to be your least favourite musical
2: so, like that i don't like yeah it can be
1: like a song a song from a show that you don't like
2: that so i don't like
1: there's always one
2: yeah there is um i i always like to remember songs or i like to be moved by songs if a song is is there and it doesn't really do anything that annoys me but then i don't filler. remember them a space filler but it doesn't move the story on it doesn't you know it doesn't do anything and that just annoys me but then you don't remember them so anything that I don't really like just is kind of washed over me. It just kind of goes away. Um, I'm trying to think of a song that perhaps irritated me when I was in a show, but I don't think there is any because you're not really, You, I think when you're doing a show, you have to kind of embrace the show that you're in. So you can't not like something because it, it doesn't serve you. So you just yeah. kind of have to embrace it. And then when I finished a show, I kind of just walk away from it. So I don't, don't take it take the baggage with me (laughs) (laughs) so I'd have to have a think I'd have to come back to you I think on it I'll have to have a think
1: yeah we can come back to that one at the end if you want yeah
2: let me come back I'll have have, have a think
1: so question number eight is a song from your guilty pleasure musical
2: oh I think it would have to be something like Legally Blonde because (laughs) I remember seeing Sheridan Smith and just being blown away and I loved it and I kind of loved the bend and snap song um, just because again it's really kitsch, it's really fun, it's something I probably wouldn't sing at a gig or something, so it, <laughs> I, it's, I, I, but I secretly like to put it in. <laughs>
0: I think Legally Blonde always has a special place in mine and Connor's hearts. So it was our, think, th- one of our 30 musicals.
2: Oh, <laughs> I mean, was it? It is a guilty yeah. pleasure of Legally Blonde, isn't it? It's because it's yeah. so it fun. Is. It's kind of annoyingly fun.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. That, that yeah actually, fun that would probably be my most annoying song. The one where they, where they, uh, and this and annoying for a different reason, where they skip.
1: Whipped into shape.
2: For, and the reason it annoys me, not because I don't like the song, because it annoys me that they can skip the entire time <laughs> through that song. And I wish I could do that.
1: <laughs> I was one and of the sing, lucky ones. And sing and
2: dance. I mean, who does that?
1: <laughs> Nick Nick had to do it. You were one of the... Yeah, I was one of we them. We did it, yeah. Oh,
2: my God. I was
0: God. lucky I got away with it. There was definitely some tears shed during,
2: oh during the rehearsal process over that number. <laughs> that is just horrific, isn't it? That is horrific. Where do you yeah. breathe?
0: Exactly. You don't. You don't. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> question number nine.
1: And the final question of the mixtape is, it. what is your favourite mega mix?
2: Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I've done many a mega mix. Um, well, Rock Q was amazing because we used to do Rock Q Champions Bow Rap. And that was, it wasn't a mega mix, but it was a brilliant end to a show. I mean, it was, it was unbelievable to, but to go and watch, I mean, you can't beat the end of Mamma Mia. I mean, it's just, it's so fun. It's kind of annoyingly fun, but it's, it's just brilliant. And it gets people up on their feet. I've done it in concert, that kind of mega mix and people just love it. And I just think it's so genius. You know, you've actually sat and probably listened to a big uh a a big selection of of abba um history and then you know at the end they then just whack out you know five six more songs and it's just like my god how brilliant these guys were you know just to have all these amazing tunes that that just hit home with people and get them on their feet and it's the perfect end to a show yeah it's
0: so feel good you just well you can't help but get up
2: and dance oh it's excellent and you can't help but come out singing them afterwards as yeah. well, which is genius which is great <laughs>
1: i'm not i'm not the biggest fan of abba but i have to say the songs are incredibly catchy like i yeah, will yeah. i will find myself singing one of their songs
2: yeah and get at myself
1: for doing yeah, it. yeah you
2: can't help it you can't help it it's like they're, they're ingrained in our in our history that we just all know them whether we like yeah. it or not
1: <laughs> yeah absolutely so that is the end of the mixtape. Yeah.
2: I'm gonna
1: I'm gonna read them back now in order, as if I'm reading the back of the, the C D mixtape. See how you'd see how you'd like to listen to it on a car journey okay. or something. Okay. So we're gonna start off after a lot of deliberation with <laughs> the We Will Rock You Overture.
2: Yes, 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 yes. Followed
1: by Somewhere Over the Rainbow, Slash nice. the Witch's Music.
2: Yeah. Maybe you just maybe tail off with it. Combine. Tail them, off with yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Play somewhere of um, the rainbow first and then just do the little yeah. noise at
1: the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then Memory from Cats. Nice. Followed by A Fine Life from Oliver.
2: Nice.
1: Finding Wonderland from Wonderland. Mm. Meadowlark from The Baker's Wife. Good. A lovely Legally Blonde duo with Whipped Into Shape and <laughs> Bend and Snap. Perfect. And ending it with the Mamma Mia Mega Mix.
2: Oh, it's genius. That's perfect. That's a great mixtape. I like yeah, you that got, you kind of get all the
0: like, the ballads and then it I goes like into that. the like really fun upbeat stuff at the end
2: I quite like that that's kind yeah. of clever without being clever <laughs>
1: <laughs> whipped into shape bend and snap and mega mix the uh, <laughs> yeah, mega mix is a great a mega
0: mix to the to the mixtape
2: oh brilliant brilliant that's fantastic
0: I'd definitely listen to that
2: I think I would and I don't oh. listen to show tunes <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, thank you very much for coming today, Kerry. It's been an absolute pleasure, pleasure talking to you. Absolute
2: pleasure. Thank you for having me on. It's lovely. Really sweet. I need time.
1: Thank you, everyone, so much for listening to the season one finale of the Musical Theatre Mixtape podcast. And thank you so much to everyone that has listened to the previous seven episodes. We've had a lot of fun making it we hope that you've had a lot of fun listening yeah, to it and laugh. we will be back with season two in a couple of weeks so follow our Instagram and our Twitter to keep up to date with when we are back and who the season two episode one guest will be
0: another big thank you to Carrie Ellis for joining us today um, while we're having a break if you fancy another musical podcast head over to Kerry's podcast keep calm and carry on
1: absolutely it's a great podcast i highly recommend you go and listen to that after you've listened to all of ours if you haven't already so thank you very much for listening give us a five-star review on apple podcasts and see you in season two
0: goodbye